yes it's it's ugly and it's ugly it's ugly <laughs> oh here's a shirt that says depression and depressed all over it now now that i would wear because let's okay well we don't want to commodify mental illness <laughs> we're, we're recording yes wow <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen jokes like on the internet that it's like bitches with hydro flasks be like and then it's just like <laughs> let's just put in a little asmr at the beginning of this episode here i'll do some lip sounds no don't don't okay <laughs> okay <laughs> um episode nine can you believe it are you done can you believe (laughs) we're talking about the fashion industry today but first we're let's check in (laughs) okay you know what that sounded like you know how like after a couple of months after like black panther came out and chadwick used to be at like every event and he'd be like and then after a few months he just started like Wait, That's... okay, the, the people listening don't know what you're doing. Oh, sorry. Okay, you know how, okay, I feel like though if you li- if you hear, like, you know what I'm talking about, how he used to be like super hype about doing Wakanda forever. And then like the last few months, he was just like so tired of doing it. Wakanda like, forever was like the bare minimum. The way that you just said, today we're talking about the fashion <laughs> But first, let's start. Gave okay. me like sad Wakanda forever vibes. Okay, well, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not unhyped about the pod. I think it's just like it's been a long day, and I just so for reasons I'm going to describe in a second when we check in. Yesterday, I wanted to edit episode eight of the pod, but I did not get to it. So I did it today. In fact, I just finished like less than an hour and a half ago, and. I don't know why, but this one was just like a more intensive editing process. Like I think I spent over two hours on it just to make sure it was right. Um, I, maybe I wanted to do Miss Leah Harris justice. Um, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing well, but yes, perhaps that was a little bit lackadaisical. Thanks for calling me on it. Well, I'm glad you're doing well. I am also mm-hmm. well. Well, anything meaningful happened to you in the last week? No. <laughs> Are you sure? Is there something that happened to me that didn't, I don't? Didn't you go to like 14 baseball games in the last week? Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> oh, yes. I went to three baseball games last week. And unfortunately, the Brewers did not win the first one, which was actually kind of dumb because they were playing like the worst team. And then they won the last two against like the best team. So that was weird, but nonetheless, I am proud of them. I had so much fun. It just felt so good to be like sitting on those like uncomfortable hard seats that make your ass hurt. It was great. (laughs) So I don't know what most of that means, but I, does this mean you don't know what winning and losing Uh, me? Okay. No, I know. Uh, Okay. Here's my follow-up question because you, so graciously bought us tickets to a ball game for when I'm there in three weeks. Mm-hmm. So yes, I'm a nice person. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, so I, who are they going to be playing? And like, is it towards some sort of like championship? I don't know how this works. Like what's this? Um, so let me see who they're playing when you come. I don't even, I don't remember. I need some background oh, before I get okay. drunk at the ballpark. They're playing the uh, San Diego Padres on the day that we're going, which the last time we played the Padres, we beat them in the whole like series. Um, So is it towards some kind of championship? Yes. And no, in order to like make it to the playoffs. I mean, your record has to be relatively good. However, the like, I don't want to say it doesn't start really like becoming important until the end, but like as long as you like push through come like August, September, you'll be fine. These earlier games, the thing is the baseball season is really long. So it's like, if you win, if you lose a lot in the beginning and then win a lot towards the end, that's, what's going to get you in the playoffs rather than winning a lot in the beginning and then doing like really crappy in the end cough, cough, the Chicago Cubs. 
Oh, okay. So, all right. I have two follow-up questions to that. Mm-hmm. One, will they have the weenie run? <laughs> okay, wait, actually, this is really funny. Okay, so what, the new MLB rules because of COVID, no one that's not like a player, a coach, or like an officiator can be on the field. Uh. Yeah, so on opening day, which I was very lucky enough to go to, they, instead of having the regular sausage race, they played like a, a video clip of an old sausage race and everybody booed and was pissed <laughs> off. So then the next time I went to a game, they, they made like this whole big deal of, about it. And they were like, oh, just because we can't be on the field doesn't mean that we can't race. And they started, they, were, <laughs> they did a live stream of them racing from the parking lot. <laughs> I looked at Morgan and I was like, do you think that's because everybody booed at opening day? <laughs> like, most definitely, yes. <laughs> do you want to describe what the weenie run slash sausage run is okay, for those who don't know? It's not called a weenie run. What's it, it called? It's called a sauce, the Johnsonville sausage race. It used to be the Clements sausage race, but you know, capitalism. <laughs> um, so now, yes, Johnsonville, uh, owns the sausage race and it's like they have different like mascots so they have like the hot dog the italian the chorizo the polish do they have a veggie sausage no they should they should so they have them i i don't remember if i'm missing any i don't hot dog i love how the way you're talking the bratwurst the bratwurst (laughs) They have all these sausages, like mascots, and people are in the suits, and they literally just race down the, down the field. I was going to say, for a second, it's like you were talking about literal sausages racing, because you did not mention suits up until that Sorry. Moment. It's like people in a suit, and they have them all dressed up. It's really cute. It's I love it. It's that been a thing. W- that was my favorite part of the last game we went to, like, almost two years ago. Yeah, it was a good, it's a good time. Everybody loves it. And now every other team has copied us and has like stupid mascot races that don't even compare, honestly. My follow-up question, my second follow-up question, will Christian Relish be there? Okay, there's also some drama right now with Yellow. So (gasps) for like the longest time, he's been on the, well, they call it the disabled list or the injured list. He's been on the injured list because of lower back strain And he even had to get an MRI done on his back and they found out it was nothing. He's just in pain or whatever. And then yesterday they took him off the injured list, which means he finally gets to play. Everybody was like, oh my God, thank God. And now today they just released a statement saying he's going back on the injured list. So Ah, so no relish. Well, we'll see. He could be off by the time we, by the time we go, I'm hoping he is because I haven't seen him play since the beginning of April. So sad i want my man (laughs) i want my man i'm sure you do um speaking (laughs) of my man uh (laughs) but but for me (laughs) um uh my my boston trip was this past weekend with nick how did it go it went well like i i texted you this but i discovered that bostonians can be quite rude just a general lack of care and consideration for pedestrians whether they're in a car or also pedestrians themselves <laughs> and they're loud and mm-hmm. the um i'll put it this way nick and i went to a brewery in seaport on s- saturday evening and the particular brand of college fuckboys that came around uh, yeah. was just about the worst you could imagine because they you would think that like with Harvard being there and in Boston University that there would be like an erudite crowd, which I'm sure there is, but the uh, the college fuckboys were just were even more intense than you could imagine. Um, I, I 100% <laughs> believe it. Yeah, but I still had a jolly time. Um, I met his best friend. That was, are you, are you? cringing at the, my use of the word jolly he said i had a jolly time I like are you santa claus yeah i am i did have a jolly time i met his best friend um the weather we thought it was gonna be bad because a couple of days before we left it said it was supposed to be raining but surprisingly it was sunny for most of the time if not a tad windy i had some alone time to explore while nick was 
hanging out with said best friend. I went to the Contemporary Art Museum. That was cool. Uh, So yeah, it was a good time. Lots of Dunkins in Boston. Lots of of Dunkins. They Uh, love Dunkins. Yeah, that's like the hub. I did not know this. Typing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was was great. Um, And then I have a piece of bad news. That's bad news to me. Um, My PlayStation broke. Yeah, it broke. So are you okay, are you okay emotionally? I, I'm okay? feeling, I, I'm a little sad. So if you, <laughs> it's funny because if you ask Nick, he would definitely be like, because we send each other voice notes a lot. So he could tell you that the day I discovered it was truly broken, I was pretty bummed about it. But what happened was, so last Wednesday, it was working completely fine. I was playing it, blah, blah, blah. Wake up the next morning. I was going to play it a little bit before Nick picked me up to go to Boston. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't turning on. It just wasn't turning on. I unplugged the power cord. I did all the things the internet said to do. It just wasn't working. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to go on this trip and try not to be distracted about it, even though I'm really sad. So I went on the trip. I was distracted. I came back and foolishly was like, oh, maybe it'll work if I just like, Bro, I do that all the time. I leave something yeah. on me like, maybe it just is the problem is, <laughs> has fixed itself. It's just having a day. Yeah, I totally yeah. thought that. Um, and so Sunday night, it still wasn't working. Luckily, right before we left, I did order a replacement power cord thinking that would work. And that came <sighs> yesterday. It did not work. And I was sad again. And so I contacted a repair shop that actually has like great reviews, like almost five stars on Google. And people are like, oh, they fixed my console, blah, blah, blah. They're very affordable. So I called them and they were like, yeah, bring it in. Like we'll diagnose it, blah, blah, blah. So I brought it in yesterday. It's slightly north of the city. And my, my guy, Tony, he was really nice. I, I, he was the one I spoke to on the phone, but something really funny happened. There was no one else in the shop. So I could hear Tony in the back room. And he was, I was like, fuck! Basically, <laughs> no, I was, I, was sitting, I was sitting in the waiting area and the door to the back room was open. He's like, let me give it a quick check to, to like feel out the issue. And I could hear him go, oh, <laughs> like verbally, he was like, oh, I was like, fuck. Um, so he brought it back out and he said, well, he said, yeah, this, no, 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 no. <laughs> he said, he said, I don't think you have to buy a new console, but it does look like it's a power supply issue and it could run you like 120 to 150 bucks. And I was like, well, I guess it's cheaper than a new console. Um, my main concern is I, I was concerned that the hard drive was broken because that's where all the data is stored, oh. all the games. Um, he, he said, no, it should not affect the hard drive. So they're holding on to her. They're going to fix her. I told them I'm going on my trip in two weeks. So hopefully he said, normally repairs take between 10 and 14 days. So hopefully they'll have it done before I leave. But yeah, I am. I am a little sad because it's just weird not having it. Like there's just a space on my shelf and it's not there. <laughs> but it's okay maybe this is the universe's way of telling me i need to get back into reading because i haven't read anything in like four months (laughs) oh lord maybe maybe this is the universe telling you (laughs) yeah i'll be all right she's in good hands it seems so oh i'm sure yeah anyway should we talk about fashion now as i lackadaisically described in the opening let's (laughs) or would you like to start um sorry <laughs> that was really obnoxious i don't know why do i always have to pick where we start? okay i will pick okay so here this is kind of topical considering pro- start from the very beginning okay sorry what's that from is that a hamilton thing i don't know hamilton y'all <laughs> for everyone that's listening <laughs> Y'all just, y'all heard what just happened. Okay, we're gonna. What is it? Are you gonna tell me? Haven't you seen movies? Yeah. (laughs) You ever seen The Sound of Music? Oh, not in like eons. It's not really a good movie. It's just classic for like sentimental reasons. Okay. Anyway, this isn't about Sound of Music. Uh, (laughs) Let's start with something fairly topical since. Pride Month is around the corner, and Black History Month concluded a couple months ago. Black um, History Month? <laughs> what? It was in February. It's May. Yeah, a couple months ago. That's what I just said. <laughs> is it topical? 
because I I started with Pride Month, which is a couple weeks away. Okay. 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 It's a, it's a segue. Um. So, okay, it got me thinking about. I don't know if you've seen Targets. <laughs> oh yes. I have. Actually, I would like to say my favorite piece of Target pride wear is the lesbian flag shirt that says, hey, ladies. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So Target's Pride Month clothing collection this year is absolute trash. And it draws parallels to their Black History Month collection this year, which was also trash. Um, At least a lot of people on the internet seem to agree it was trash. Um, And... So it just got me thinking about how like these companies, specifically clothing companies that, part- well, a lot of companies do this. They participate in like woke capitalism, ally capitalism, uh, but specifically with clothes, like with Target, they like try and sell them to us at like these crazy markups are like full price. And then literally a month later, they'll put that shit on like extreme Uber clearance. And I just feel like that shows how little they actually care about allyship and they just use they use those months as a convenient marketing tactic to exploit us 100 i'm just loving all the comedy that's coming out of this target collection like the tiktoks of people waking their way through the section and it's like scary music in the background my fave um i also (laughs) saw one where the top comment was when are they going to realize we're not clowns? Yes, yes. He's like, okay, we're not circus clowns. This shit is crazy. It's so embarrassing. We still want to wear cute clothes. Right. Well, the thing is, like you said, it's obvious that they're not really in it because if they were, they would have that stuff available year round. Now, wouldn't they? Black Lives Matter, January, February, March, April, May, June, and July, August, September, October, November, and December. Facts, no printer. I just I learned that. (laughs) Proud of you. Um, I actually I need to Google really quick because there was one particular shirt for their Black History Month collection that got a lot of criticism and I thought was really fucking (laughs) stupid. Um, I actually don't even remember what the Black History Month collection looked like. I'm googling it. Um, It was a lot of Michelle Obama. um, A lot of. Oh, I, f- I found I found a Twitter thread with some pictures. Okay. Let's pull it up. Okay. Um, <laughs> can you share your screen? Uh, yes, I can. Will it affect the audio, though? I don't think so. Okay. Hopefully That's, not. I don't see why it would. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm not going to share sound. I'll just share. Okay. So this one is, <laughs> it says, <gasps> angry black woman with the angriest crossed out. It says wise, educated, assertive, strong, bold, uh, passionate. Uh, <laughs> so they, sure, let's uh, just let's, <laughs> let's just engage in stereotypes. They sold that. They sold that. <laughs> this was this year. Um, and this woman agreed to wear this in a campaign. Yeah, or okay. maybe not. You know how they love photoshopping uh, well, stuff true. on shirts. No, no, no. Yeah. You're right, you're right, you're okay, right. I'm gonna the next one. Let's see what that is. <laughs> Okay, this is a t-shirt that says racism tried to steal my joy. <laughs> tried. <laughs> it's not even a cute shirt. It's just gray. It's gray with, with the sans serif font. <laughs> okay, let's see what the next one is. What? Uh oh no! <laughs> this is the worst one. This can't this has to be fake. Please tell me this is fake. No, this is real. No, it has to be. Okay, this man, this man is wearing a shirt that says "Air Thing Black" without any vowels except for the e and error. Oh no! God. Okay, I think there's one more in this thread. What? What? No! 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 Please no. This okay, has this, to be fake. There's this no, is a. This is a. This is a There's no. There were no black people. No black people. There's no way. I don't even want to say it. This hoodie says, "Eat your greens." Oh, and the the word. 
and green. Like it's all jumbled. <laughs> it looks like in Sesame Street or that book, uh, Boom Boom. You know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> yes, you do. What is it called? Um, boom chicka, Boom. Chicka, bo- chicka Chicka Boom Boom. Sure. <laughs> Wait, have you never read that book? Let is me Google. Let me Google that. <laughs> yes, you have. It's like about all the letters that go up the coconut. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yes. Okay. That can't oh be real. My God. What is this article from? God, it Newsweek, official source. Target. Uh, targets. Target. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just cackling still. Um, I'm, no. I'm. I'm embarrassed for them. It's just like there, there could not have been any black people in the room when they made that. There, there's no way in hell <laughs> a single black person would have been like, ah, yeah, eat your greens. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, Target was out here wilding this year, and I just think it's, it's kind of like you know, laughter the tears, but it just. I mean, you and I, we're used to this. Like we're used to companies pretending like they care for one month out of the year and they're just completely forgetting and not caring anymore. Or you know what now? Now there's a lot of companies that will have like a, you know how the, on Inst- well, never mind. Okay, on oh. Instagram, <laughs> there are sometimes like bots or like people that will comment on your pictures and they'll be like, oh my God, model for us, DM us. They're like, oh my God, let's collab. Companies that do that are like, posing to be like black owned businesses or they'll be like posing to be like um well yeah they'll be like they'll have like a page full of black models and like black people wearing like apparel that's black related and then if you ask them like are you black owned they'll block you (laughs) oh my god um this like comedian her name is jasmine let me look up her actual name Oh, her name on, she's on Instagram and Twitter. Her name is Jasmine W. She like had a whole internet feud with one of these companies and she would screenshot every time somebody would message them and ask them like, are you black owned? And their response is like terrifying. Like they would call her the N word and like cuss her out. Yeah, like it was really scary. And she'd be like, okay, clearly y'all aren't black owned if you're like coming after me and you won't even answer me directly. So she was like, telling people to block them or to report them but it's like they're not the only ones that are doing it lots of companies who aren't even black owned do that they just try and sell black apparel well at least they didn't tell her to eat her greens (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) anyway (laughs) moving on um so we obviously the fashion industry is classist um mm-hmm. this i feel like it started in the high fashion world which is very hoity-toity and kind of an easy target so i don't think we're really going to talk about high fashion that much but um I, I think it like trickled down into the mass market and now it's part of this like internalized classism where folks of like the lower class or or or, or sorry folks of the middle class have prescribed certain brands as being lower class and they judge others for it and the ones I could think of are like old navy or things you buy from Kohl's and Marshall's but these same people that have those perceptions it's like you're wearing clothes from H&M or like Forever 21 like it's the same quality if not worse but because of that internalized classism people are like well and you know Forever 21 what they put on the back of their hoodies what do you mean? Hashtag booty work. Oh my God. No. Okay. 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 For those listeners who don't know, which is everybody, because I haven't talked about it on the pod, but ever since Ely said hashtag booty work in the climate change episode, this was five episodes ago. <laughs> it's been stuck in my damn head. So randomly I'll just be like, hashtag a booty work. <laughs> so, yes. I am a comedian. Yes. You're so funny. Um <laughs> But yeah, I just think that shit's stupid. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it's really horrible quality. They People like hype it up to be like the classiest stuff. And then they put hashtag booty work on the back of their clothes. Like what? Mm-mm. See, look, this is why I just be wearing my leggings and a t-shirt because I can't trust anybody. Okay. 
can't trust nobody. And to add to that, I wanted to make note again of how like literally Kanye West was out here selling biker shorts and puffer jackets. And it's like, and then hoodies with holes in them. And that's high fashion because he got his wife to wear it in Japan. Like, no, this is what regular people wear every day and are made fun of for. And now like you just put Kim Kardashian in it and it's high fashion. It's high fashion, mama. (laughs) Yes, this is what that very thing you addressed on our 1% episode is what inspired this episode is yes. Like this idea of the brand or the label being the thing yeah and for what for what and now kanye west is trash (laughs) slavery was a choice apparently (laughs) (laughs) apparently um see that's what he should have been selling t-shirts this is slavery was a choice (laughs) uh did you want to talk about plus size fashion well i mean as a skinny person i feel like I really don't have much say. However, this is an observation I've made and something I've heard a lot of plus size women talk about on the internet is that, I mean, yeah. Okay. Let's talk about forever 21 forever 21. If you go into like the big forever 21s, they have a forever 21 and then forever 21 plus the styles in each side of the store are completely different. And it's like our plus side friend plus sized friends are looking in the regular section at fashion and being like, oh my God, I want this. Let's see if they have my size. And then they give them like grandma dresses and pillowcases to wear. And it's like, why can't you just make one thing but bigger? Question mark. And also there's like a trend going around on TikTok of people posting like outfits from Pinterest boards that say things I'll wear when I'm skinny. And it's like, you can wear whatever you want, whether you're skinny or fat or whatever, because, because you can. And so a lot of people on TikTok are just like putting together outfits made, like put together or like photographed on skinny people and like showing off how amazing they also look on fat people. And it's just like, why is that even a thing? Like it just puts pressure, more pressure on people who are bigger to feel like they have to be skinny to wear the clothes that they want instead of just like making clothes for every size that are equally as fashionable it's just ridiculous yeah well one of my bullet points that i wrote and i don't have much stake in this either because well you'll see why but i wrote like the concept of what is flattering has been so normalized that like it's been normalized as a it's seen as an objective point of critique like, like this idea of something being flattering. It's seen as, it's seen as like an objective point of critique these days. At least I think it is. But really like the idea of what is flattering is, is a product of the patriarchy. Because it all began with like how men see women's bodies and what makes women's bodies seem good. So, uh, you know, notice, notice how little people talk about like male presenting clothes, people who wear male presenting clothes. I feel like it's not as much discussed how quote unquote flattering it is to the male presenting body. Whereas with femme presenting clothing and the, and the people who adorn it, I feel like it's talked about all the time. Like, Oh, it's flattering to your body type. What's flattering. And it plays into what you were just talking about with the plus size section. It's like, what does it fucking matter if it's flattering or not? Well, that too. And let's think about like all of the boys in high school, that were wearing like baggy cargo pants with no ass like but, <laughs> but that's that's what i'm saying like the fashion industry like they don't target they right don't target well it men. was like they don't care how it like that's the thing with women it's like oh there's 80 different fits of jeans to highlight each and every curve on your body and then like men's quote unquote men's jeans like have like no shape and nobody cares Nobody talks about it, but like, let a woman roll up with jeans that make her ass look saggy. It's like front page news. Oh, exactly. I think the objective, the objective that's sold to um, male presenting consumers is, I guess like we call it dapperness. Like that's the objective is they want, they want to sell this idea of looking dapper, looking quote unquote masculine, like embodying manhood. That's what they're selling. But for 
them presenting people who would want to wear those clothes, I feel like the fashion industry targets them and advertises to them in a way that's like, flatter your body or like, you know, wear what's right for your body, wear what makes your body feel good. Like what, essentially, if you want to, if you want to boil it down, I think the fashion industry advertises to women and femme presenting people as like, what's going to make you the most appealing, quote unquote appealing, whether it's to other women, whether it's to the workplace or men, it's, it's very much, uh, it's more elaborate than the advertising is targeted to men and their clothing. Right. And even if they're trying to like have a campaign that's like supposed to be more empowering for like women and femmes who like want to dress for themselves or whatever, it's still like at the end of the day, the clothes are made for the male gaze, I guess you could say is what they would refer to. But yeah, gross. Super gross. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, this is a big one. It's a big one. So we're living, I guess some could argue that fashion has always been this way, but particularly in the age of the internet and social media, it feels like trend culture is happening really, really fast. Like Mm -hmm. trends are always being swapped out, pushed in, living simultaneously. And I don't particularly care, but I'm sure that a lot of other young people care about keeping up, so to speak. And uh, fashion designers and clothing brands and fashion publications, they're all perpetuating this trend culture and they often persuade their consumers to ditch their, I'm going to put quotes around the word old, because in some cases they might not be even a year old, but they, uh, they try to persuade the consumers to ditch their old clothes in a, on a fairly frequent basis, which is, it, it's like targeting young folks who have less money to spend, who end up spending money to stay on trend, but it also is not sustainable. It's not good for sustainability and climate change because if we're just constantly, if we're constantly being asked to buy new shit to stay on trend and throwing away our old shit, even if we're donating the old shit, we'll get to thrift culture in a minute. I just find it very distressing. And then like a lot of these sites, particularly the the more affordable ones like Shein, Forever 21, um, uh, uh, Wish, all those things, like even though they're they're very affordable sites because they have they have a shit quality, they 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 hype up that whole like buy now, pay later thing those platforms like Afterpay and Klarna and stuff, and they mm-hmm. just contribute to the normalization of debt and they prey on like, on, they misinform their consumers and they count on them missing their payments um, because mm-hmm. again, they target young people who might not have even have had a credit card yet. Right. Well, of course, because a-, a lot of them say, oh, you don't need to have credit or it doesn't matter what your credit score is, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no, I, I, I actually, I don't remember which creator made this, but I watched a video essayist on YouTube once they made a video about this and like, so they, they sell particularly Afterpay, they sell you on this idea of no interest payments, which they're not, but they're, they're due dates. They purposely like randomize them. So they're not like on the first or the 15th of the month, or like you might be used to, but they're due on like the 11th of the month or like the 27th of the month. Cause they want consumers to forget. And that's when they slap them with the fee that might be more than the item that they're trying to buy. Yeah. Oh my God. I have never even thought about using any of those services because my mother has ingrained like not using credit cards or not owing anyone money ever into my brain. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's awful. Well, this is part, part of like the overconsumption that's rampant in America. Yes, yes. It's part of trend culture. Cause like I said, when they, when everyone just keeps pushing and pushing, like stay on trend, stay on trend. Like how many advertisements do you see every week? That's like, keep up with the trend, stay on trend. Right. And I can imagine if you're a young person who is overwhelmed and, and subsume themselves into social media. And they're seeing these things all the time. That pressure is a real thing. And, and I'm talking like, like straight up teenagers, like mm-hmm. teenagers are being targeted by these buy now pay letter, pay later platforms. 
and they can sign up for it and they can do it. You know, all they need is a card. And, and like, I had a, I had a credit card or oh, not a credit card. I had a debit card when I was a teenager, you know? So yeah, me too. it's just very, it's, it's nasty. Like, why are we putting young people in debt before they even get to college? Capitalism. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. And again, like fashion, the fashion industry as a whole, not even just like fast fashion, but just like the idea, I feel like of being fashionable contributes to the climate crisis because of like overconsumption and even if people like think that it's okay if they just like donate their clothes like you seriously don't even know how much of those donations that you give to goodwill still end up in the landfill it's crazy and then i mean we can talk about thrift culture now if you want but it's just like you can still overconsume when thrifting and Then there's this whole thing about like now a lot of rich people are thrifting because it's a trend in itself. And it's like then people who actually can't afford to buy like quote unquote new clothes are stuck with the leftovers at thrift shops because so many people are just like buying out fashionable, fashionable, quote unquote, fashionable items at thrift shops. And it's just like a horrible cycle that we can't break from. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about that with Leah on, on the climate change episode, uh, fast mm-hmm. fashion and, and how it, it would be better at the end of the day to like, it's not necessarily a crime in and of itself to purchase things like from H and M for instance, right. but it's, it's when we get into this overconsumption space, you know, it's not a crime if you wanted to buy two really good pairs of jeans from H and M and actually use them. Right. Um, right but to perpetuate this cycle of consuming where you go buy six pairs of jeans and five t-shirts and blah, blah, blah. And then you don't even wear them more than like three times. Right. Or like buying stuff. See, this is the mindset I had to pull myself out of. It's just like buying stuff because it's cute, but it's like, is it, is this item of clothing practical for your lifestyle? Are you actually going to wear it? Does it match like the level of comfort you like to have? Like, I just completely stopped buying stuff that I don't need because I used to just be like, oh my God, this is so cute. I need it. And then I would put it on and I'd be like, oh, well, I have really sensitive skin and this shirt's actually really itchy. And then I would never wear it. So yeah, well, so that's, something, that's something I've asked myself a lot in, in quarantine during the pandemic. Like I remember the first the first couple months of, of quarantine when we were all inside and mm-hmm. all stressed and wondering about the future and not sure what the future would look like. I did, you know, a, quite a bit of like stress buying, I guess you could say. And yeah. I was buying, like, I have a couple of pairs of trousers I bought probably in like trousers. Of, yeah. Like, like, are you cute, British? Yeah. Like cute little <laughs> cute, you know what I'm talking about? Like, like the, we'll call them like the gay pants where they're like a cute little micro plaid or something. I bought a, I bought some of those in like April or May of last year thinking that I would be able to wear them either to work or out on the town in like the near future. And not only have I grown out of those, like my waist is now an inch bigger than those pants I bought. <laughs> but I still don't see a venue or a situation in the near future where, where I would right. wear those. So, so in, I would say once we were enough into the pandemic, we were like, Oh shit, this is our new normal. I started to consider that where I was like, Oh, when it comes to buying clothes, I need to buy stuff that I would actually wear AKA hardly any collared shirts, hardly anything that requires a belt. Like it is all waistbands, <laughs> baby. Um, you know what I started doing? I started what? buying tops that it was like, okay, can I wear this without a bra? Because I literally haven't worn a bra since, um, <laughs> literally probably since I, we found out we were working from home. Oh, word. And now literally, actually I have, I threw away my, bra- my bras with wires in them. Like I literally threw Did them you away. Really? They were gross. And I was just like, I hate this. Okay. So now I'm like, okay can I, if I'm buying anything, like, okay, can I wear this without a bra? No, put it back. <laughs> well, you also have the benefit of, uh, you know, you don't have, you're not gi- ginormously endowed. So I guess you have the benefit of being able to go without a bra. Yes, I do. I wish I am very lucky, but, <laughs> um, yeah, but I just, I just think it's funny. Like, you, you know, me, like when we were, well, I guess we were, we had a job to go to, but like when we were working together, I wore like 
a lot of sweaters and collared shirts. He did. He was fancy, y'all. He was fancy. <laughs> this this past year, it's <laughs> I've bought more t-shirts than probably the last like eight years of my life combined. And I've worn more t-shirts than probably the last eight years of my life combined. Um, oh my God. So I and I, I think I've this pandemic has accelerated me into like the well, no, I need to give myself more credit. I was going to say, push me into the, the dad space. I'm wearing a lot of solid, solid color tees these days, but, uh, you know, I got yeah, some... and you made fun of me for buying my dad a plain blue shirt. <laughs> oh, I did. No, no, no. Okay. This is a quick flashback. I don't remember. It was the... father's day. <laughs> father's day of last year. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we were on a FaceTime or something and she was showing me clothes she bought for her dad and you <laughs> held up this baby blue polo and these tan cargo shorts. And I don't know what set me off, but I was laughing for like five minutes straight. I thought it was so Because funny. it was like the most typical like straight dad <laughs> look. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is what he wears. <laughs> anyway, um, but yes, so... Uh, another thing I, I wrote pertaining to this on the outline. Uh, uh, so the, I, I guess as much as we would love to boycott fast fashion, it really is a privilege mm-hmm. in a lot of ways to do that. Um, yeah. One, because like trying to shift completely to secondhand, uh, it, secondhand can be very size exclusive. Um, and again, I'm also a skinny person. People tell me I'm skinny. Thank you for that. Um, so, but I, but I have heard that, you know, if you're larger or plus size trying to, to thrift, you know, it, it's kind of like the thing you were talking about forever 21, but heightened. it's like, you have to spend more time looking for cute right. things that fit you. Um, a lot of these skinny bitches are coming up in goodwill and taking all the oversized sweaters because that's a new trend. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just more difficult for plus size or bigger people to shop secondhand, it takes more time and not everyone has time or patience. Um, and then some things you just cannot buy secondhand or you, or you definitely should, should not be buying secondhand, you know, like socks, underwear, <laughs> bathing suits, hats, like, and so if you're trying to avoid buying fast fashion whatsoever, like, and you have to go to sustainable brands to buy those things, like not everyone can afford to do that either. You know, like I, a sustainable a quote-unquote sustainable bathing suit compared to a uh, fast fashion bathing suit is like four times as much you know so it's it's a huge privilege to just boycott fast fashion well plus I feel like I mean if you shop if you thrift not at Goodwill like you thrift at either like a fancy thrift shop or at like online I mean, I hate to say it, but like, because so many people are buying out thrift shops and then like upcharge up, like boosting the price of the items that they bought and selling them on Instagram or on their website, it's like insane. And it starts to get like expensive where like, if you, if it's better for you to buy a tank top from Shein than to buy it off of someone who's thrifting it, it's like, sometimes you don't have a choice. Yes. And I I think that, I don't know. I, I don't use Instagram. So it's hard for me to wrap my mind around it, but I'm thinking about like people that <laughs> they go out and buy things from thrift stores. Uh, oh, excuse me. Oh, I feel another one coming. Never okay, mind. Mute yourself. Oh, uh, no. Um, <laughs> so I, it's, it's hard for me to imagine like these people will go out to thrift stores and quote unquote modify something, but like barely, and then they upsell it for 10 times as oh, much. Oh, they, they won't even modify it. They'll just buy it and then sell them online. Like that are ass. You for, are you for real? Yes, 100%. There's so many oh. of those on Instagram. Not God, even that, just Instagram. It's like all over the internet. That People reminds, on like Facebook Marketplace. People do it on Facebook Marketplace all the time. Oh my God. That's just and a, with, with uh, I mean, with furniture, it's a little better because people will like refurbish the furniture and put a lot of work into it. But with clothes, people will literally just go to Goodwill, buy a ton of stuff i mean like wash it clean it up whatever and then we'll post it sometimes i don't even clean it up there's this one guy that i follow on instagram that i got my star wars shirt from the daddy one <laughs> he, are you talking he about will, yes 
he, he'll post like clothes with like paint on them or whatever and people like will get on him for it but he's like i don't care some people think it's fashion or art or whatever but it's just like they're buying literally stuff that some people like can only afford to buy and then they're selling them for 20 dollars a pop and it's like what oh, goodness yeah. i mean i get it like this is it kind of plays into hustling and hustle culture, which I know we'll get to at some point. Um, right. Like, you well, know, you gotta... I also, sorry, I just want to say too, yeah. I'm not like a saint. I have bought from these people, but I am acknowledging that like, it is a privilege that I have that I was able to buy this without like hesitation from an upcharged website. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're neither of us are saints. We've said this many times before, there's no ethical consumption under capitalism. Right. And that's why we're talking about the fact that boycotting or not using fast fashion is a privilege um or people that are out here like like wealthier people that claim they're boycotting fast fashion when really they would never wear something from fast fashion in the first place and they're just trying to make themselves altruistic oh that's a good point no for real like yeah like i'm i i'm oh what's their name there were some i think they're a youtuber I don't want to say something as fact if I don't know for sure, but there was, there's a young YouTuber. I think they're, um, they're in the beauty community. And I remember I saw a video or a statement from them once where they were like, I'm no longer using fast fashion, but it's like, honey, you make millions a year. I don't think you would be wearing fast fashion anyway. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, like they're just trying to use it for clout. It's like, shut up. You would never even wear something from like Shein. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you're totally crazy. right. Oh, it's crazy. Um, yeah, I, I also wanted to talk about uh, appropriation in fashion. Oh, um, it happens a lot. It, Eat it also, your greens. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that was just stupid. On top of being, I, I'm sure they think it's not appropriate by putting it on a black model and whatnot but it's just like clearly no black person made this <laughs> um okay sorry continue. well well yeah so we can speaking of black people uh i know i said i wasn't going to really talk about the high fashion world but i can think of quite a number of runways in recent years that had a lot of appropriation particularly when it came to hairstyles um there's lots of designers that out here putting white girls in cornrows or box braids Ugh, for their runways. Oh um, and, you know, let's just call it like across the board, Native American and indigenous appropriation has been oh R-A-M-P-A-N-T rampant in the fashion industry. When Victoria's industry. Secret did their fashion show and they yep. had the November count like they did a calendar thing and their november model was in like native headdress and all the things and they had to edit it out it's just like seriously well i put it in the outline i said appropriative white girl clothing and it's i Mm -hmm. named names i was like urban outfitters anthropology free people they love their anything that's advertised as something you can wear to a music festival yes yes (laughs) I was going to say all three of those, they love their, like, uh, their feathers and beads that they pedal in like part the of little their face Coachella collections. Now it's like, yes. why are we doing this? Or even non-fashion. It was literally illegal for them to wear any of those things. Yes. And speaking of urban outfitters there, they fit under this category of, I'll put it as their, their progressive presenting. I feel like urban out, yeah, the typical person would be like urban outfitters. Oh, they're a progressive company, just the way they present themselves, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So progressive presenting clothing companies that are actually owned by conservatives, run by conservatives, or something of that sort. Urban outfitters is one of them. Dolls Kill. Well, I don't Dolls Kill was in hot water, not necessarily because they're owned or run by an outright conservative, but like the the co-founder uh, put a picture up on the gram with like a bunch of cops outside of a Dolls Kill store, and they said Ew. like they said like direct action and at work or something. No. Yeah. So what? 
Yeah. Um, and then she backpedaled and she tried to be like, oh, I was referring to like Dolls Kill rebelling against police because Dolls Kill was in the background. I'm like, okay, shut the fuck up. Okay. Um, but but anyway, these these companies that that present as being progressive, they're run by conservatives, but they still sell and profit off of leftist or like social justice fashion, particularly a place like Urban Outfitters. Mm-hmm. I find that shady as fuck. Like you're of course you're making a buck off of people that you hate. I'm, yeah. I'm well, a lot of, wow. I just really boiled down capitalism, didn't I? You did. <laughs> you did. But I mean, it's true. People that you're screwing over with by supporting legislators or specific ideas or whatever, it's like you're screwing over the people that you're trying to target and it's just an endless cycle for them. Yeah. And Dolls Kill has other controversies. Like I remember they had this whole, um, I don't know if you know what they are, but they're, they kind of market to like new age gothy crowd, um, like okay. hard edged people. The e-girls. Yeah, kind of. And they had this whole thing a couple of years ago. It was goth is white. Huh? They were shirts that said goth is white. And I mean, <laughs> and, and they were like the, it could potentially have been just like the worst tone deafness of all time because the they came out and they were like, oh, we meant to say like goth doesn't have to be black. You can also be white. And it's like, what are you saying? Is okay, this, then say that. Yeah. <laughs> is this just like the dumbest thing ever? Or are you just racist? I don't. <laughs> Both. And then, it, and then after that, they, they still kept the clothes up on their website, but they added a picture with a black model. Oh, that like, fixes everything. Black oh, totally. placement. Yeah just, all. yeah, just like Target for having those black people wear those awful clothes. And the Oscars um, for having black people sitting at their tables. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, like, no, the, the whole, uh, the whole um, problematic fast fashion that comes around every once in a while is just so confusing to me because I'm like, how did y'all not think? You know, like Urban Outfitters had that Kent State sweatshirt that looked like it had blood splatters all over it. Oh how God. did you all not think? Seriously, how? Yeah. How? I, I wish I could tell you. It seems so easy. The solution. How did you not think that having red splatters on a Kent State sweatshirt, which is where a shooting took place, I think it was seven students were killed. Why would you think that was okay? Urban Outfitters, they've done this a bunch of times. Um, they they had another one where I think they had, they're the ones with the starving shirt. Like it was a white shirt that said starving all over it. You what? can't make this shit up like starving it was it was a woman's like crop top and it said starving all over and the model was like a skinny white chick yeah um there was another one i want to say zara there was a a shirt that looked like um shirts that jews were made to wear in concentration camps they what now (laughs) um i'm looking it up i'm looking it up oh my god i'm looking it up um, cause I, I want to name the brand that did this Zara. Yes. So this was back in 2014. Um, here, I'm gonna share my screen again. You want to see? Yeah, I would like to. Yes. Okay. I need to know. <laughs> okay. Can you see? Oh, no. We're, we're looking at a, we're looking. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Who? It looks too similar to be an accident. It's too similar okay. to be an accident. We're we're looking at a side by side of an actual concentration camp uniform, which is a striped blue and white shirt with a star of a six-pointed star David, next to this Zara shirt, which is a long sleeve blue and white striped shirt. Granted, these stripes are horizontal, but you know, still really similar, and a six-pointed star in the exact same position as the concentration camp uniform. Mm-mm. We cannot make this shit up. No, no, they no. Mm-mm. I'm very confused. I'm. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I no. I am. I am now looking at. Oh, 
Oh, here we go. Uh, okay. <laughs> we're, we're, oh, I Googled, <laughs> I Googled Urban Outfitters controversy and there's a lot. So let's just go through them really quickly. Um, yeah, Urban Outfitters also had a Holocaust shirt controversy in February 2015 with the star of David on uh, a shirt pocket. Um, let's see here. Pro Boost shirts for kids. Uh, vote for vodka. Misery loves alcohol. I drink your cute. Um, let's see. Navajo fashion, of course. Oh, oh, this is a... Um, this is the thing with Urban Outfitters. They pulled their I support same-sex marriage shirts in 2008 uh, after backlash. Of course they did. Of um, course. This is what we mean by like, uh, what did you say? Like uh, liberal posing or- Progressive well, presenting. Progress- yeah. Sorry, pre- progressive presenting. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Sorry, sorry. I'm having like revelations as we go through these. Um they had a, in addition to the skinny shirt, they had an eat less t-shirt. Eat less? Yeah. I don't know why they still had pictures, but they had an eat less oh. shirt. Um, they, Probably Urban Outfitters, weeks. this isn't clothes, but Urban Outfitters sold Ghettoopoly, which is a ghetto oh. version of Monopoly. Oh, no. No. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Here, I'm going to see if I can pull up this, the pictures of these, so you can see. I want to get your reaction. Ghettoopoly. Oh, God, here we go. I think I remember what this looked like, too. Ah! Uh, oh, wait, hold on. Good. Yeah. Uh, look, at, look at this. Who? Uh-uh. Who is that? Wait, zoom in. What is he holding? He's holding uh, malt liquor and Uzi. Oh, no. This is a black man wearing a wife beater with a... A uh, do rag and exaggerated pink lips with a gold tooth. Oh no, no, no! Yeah, yeah. Let's look Who at this. Who approved <laughs> this? Let's look at this eat less shirt. Yeah, there we go. Oh, there's your and eat they less really, shirt. They tried to make it cute. It's just—it's literally a gray V-neck that says "eat less" in cursive letters. That's—it's—it's it's ugly and it's ugly. It's ugly. Oh, here's a shirt that says depression and depressed all over it. Now, now that I would wear. Because let's, okay. Well, we, we, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We, I'm do, just kidding. <laughs> we don't want to commodify mental illness. Oh, God. Yeah. So just, yeah, we don't like problematic clothing. Um, we don't. And also Urban Outfitters and uh, a few other outlets, I'm sure they're in the business of stealing designs from independent creators and profiting off of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. It happens all the time. All the time. And of course, companies like Urban Outfitters, they have the money to pay the lawyers for these things. So they they it's scare tactics that they challenge the independent creators to do something about it. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent It's just trash. Hey, yep. 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 Ugh. I wonder if. I can find more of these Target Black History shirts because I know there's more than that. Let's just um, make a whole podcast episode about <laughs> Target's Black History Month collection. It's just so bad. Oh, is this a press release? I think it's a press release. Mm. No, it's not. Okay, well, apparently they have a Black woman as their senior brand marketing manager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it candace owens <laughs> candy <laughs> oh okay is there anything we can end this episode off on a positive note with <laughs> we'd love no. to end positively <laughs> we are positively aghast with how awful the fashion industry <laughs> i have i hear i have something stupid what's your favorite piece of clothing that you own <gasps> my pink knit <laughs> oh i thought you, you know were gonna say your pink shoes. okay anyone who actually knows me knows that i wear <laughs> one pair of shoes with literally every outfit it could probably not even match or look right but like you best believe i'm about to wear these they're like pink steve madden slip-on shoes 
And you know what? Them shoes have lasted me a few years. Uh, my mom called them ghetto the other day because they have a hole in them, but I still love them. They're cute. Um, I was they thinking, are. yeah, they are. They make my feet look cute. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, those shoes or, but what I was actually going to say was my pink knit cardigan, which I'm sure you also know because <laughs> I wear that cardigan with everything too. Wait, the, the cardigan or the sweater? Because you had that really cute, I call it the Pop-Tart sweater. Oh, that is a cute sweater. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that sweater is from Shein? <laughs> oh my God, work. <laughs> I love how we're like, like, fuck fast fashion. Quality. <laughs> um, but no, it has to be my pink cardigan because I can wear it with anything. Wow. What's your favorite piece of clothing? Oh God. Um. Oh, easy. The banana shirt. No, the rainbow shorts. No, good, good guesses. No, but I'm actually going to have to go with, I call it my my uh my lucky jacket but it's my sherpa denim jacket mm, you do love that jacket i do love that jacket i i wear it all you got the time it on sale during... didn't you no i bought the thing full price oh never mind. which you know look look living example of if you buy a nice thing new if it's well made it'll last i bought that in 2018 yeah wow. and the reason why i call it my lucky jacket is because when i for those of you <laughs> <laughs> I mean very broadly yes I was about to go into detail as to why I call it my lucky jacket um, but for those of you who don't know I fell on my face in March of 2019 <gasps> were you wearing the jacket? I was I was wearing this jacket so it's it's a denim jacket with the Sherpa collar and Sherpa lining it's white Sherpa collar I was wearing this jacket when I fell on my face in a parking garage my face busted open and was bleeding profusely and I had to get 11 stitches mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not a single drop of blood on that jacket to this day I do not know how that happened bodily. I don't know how that happened like I had so much I had to cover my eye because it was bleeding and my hand was completely red when I got to the emergency room so that much blood there was not a drop of blood on that jacket it's a lucky yeah, jacket that's crazy that is lucky congrats yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I am a fan of her. Um, and I just think it works for me. Like, I look really cute in it, you know? Oh, it works for you. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, it does. I love that. What a, what a positive and bloody note to leave out on. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Is Sherry still sleeping? I kind of miss her no, presence. I keep going on and off mute because she's uh, currently excuse me. playing with something. Bro. <laughs> I, can, I that thought was, we were gonna stop doing that. <laughs> this is an act of defiance to my mom, who who wants me it's to stop. It's not burping. just your mom. It's not oh. just your mom. Okay, well that one was kind of short notice, so I didn't really have time to mute. Well, I'm sorry. you interrupted. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to start over. Yeah, go ahead. Shuri is awake. I keep going on and off mute because she's playing with her toy, her basket of toys, not the toys in the basket, but she's dragging the basket around. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like you can pay for all of these toys for your dog, but then like the cardboard box that the toys came <laughs> in is what they want to play with. So that's cool. <laughs> can you beckon her? I want to say hi. Let's see. Shuri, come here. Who is that? Look, come here. Who is that? It's your gunkle. Wait, I can't it's see her. Gunky Zach, come here. <laughs> Hold on. Where is she? Wait, you put her on mute. Unmute. Good girl. Good girl. <gasps> Hi, she? Shuri. Oh, she walked away. Oh, she, she ran away. Oh, She's homophobic. Right? She's looking at the door. She thinks that I'm talking about someone at the door. Uh, oh, come here, honey. <laughs> come here, peanut. <laughs> Girl, you call her you call her peanut girl. yeah that's my peanut that's cute oh hello <laughs> oh my god i get to meet her in oh my god she's so cute i get to meet her in less than three weeks oh, baby. are you excited hmm? I'm, sherry i'm gonna bring you a toy <gasps> is gunky zach bringing you a toy <laughs> yeah i'm gonna bring her a, a hello toy <gasps> that is my child that's my child yes it is um my firstborn oh god (laughs) yeah you pushed her out of your cooter ew okay (laughs) have a good night wait 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 wait. i was gonna say because it got me thinking since i'm gonna be in milwaukee soon we have to do something special for our in-person recording 
Like what? I don't know. It's going to be our, let's see, one. It, that, that'll be our 12th episode. Um, that, I don't know if that means anything. <laughs> Christmas, my true love gave to me. Zachy in person. Doo -doo. <laughs> I don't know. You actually really could have rhymed it with uh, Zachy in Ely. <laughs> sure. No, that was ugly. You're not leave. Don't leave this in. <laughs> don't. This okay. episode's on a bit of a shorter side, so I might have to. Bro, it's really not. <laughs> it's really, it's actually regular. <laughs> regular length <laughs> okay um well we'll figure it out i do know next week we're talking about college i'm very excited because college destroyed my mental health <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah um we're we're finally having on my pals robin and riley yes zach um, does have friends i do have friends um <laughs> <laughs> we're we're continuing with the tradition of only having female guests on this podcast um mm -hmm. but they were my not only my college friends but my college co-workers and uh they're great and they have some insight into the college and post-college experience so it's going to be a good time and it'll be our first four-way not well first four-way call whoa, um, whoa let's be clear whoa, whoa. <laughs> let's be clear i've had plenty of four ways um just kidding <laughs> just kidding mom i've had zero don't worry um okay. yeah but it should be interesting and fun <laughs> so tune in next week i'm sure you farted <laughs> <laughs> i was wondering why you were making that face Dude, it's so stinky okay sure he said have a good night yeah she really did jesus christ okay, okay. let's have say, let's say have a good night no okay okay have a good night have, have a good night <laughs> yeah goodbye <laughs> okay <laughs>